Hey, this is Ingvar J. Malmsteen, and you are listening to Iron City Rock. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Zach Wild from Black Level Society, and we're all doing a hang with John on Iron City Rocks. Hey, folks, this is Steve Vai, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. So turn it up. Hello and welcome to episode 397 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, bringing you the best rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues talk on the net. Episode 397, we are joined by uh, one of my all-time favorite guitarists, Mr. Steve Vai. Uh, Steve will be coming into Greensburg to do a show at the Palace Theater with the Generation Axe Tour, which features... Uh, Nuno Bentoncourt from Extreme, Ingve Malmsteen, Zach Wild, and Tosin Abasi of Animals as Leaders. Uh, that show will be coming in on December 3rd to do a show at the Palace Theater. Uh, you can get tickets at generationax.com or visit the Palace Theater's box office uh, to get tickets for that event. So we caught up with Steve Vai recently. Uh, it was always a pleasure talking to him. Such an amazing depth of knowledge and appreciation of the instrument. Uh, I've been admittedly a fan of Steve Vai since um, uh, I remember catching him with uh, David Lee Roth. Uh, when he came out with the beginning of Yankee Rose and was instantly hooked on his playing, was a big fan of uh, Flexible, uh, his work with Whitesnake, uh, obviously, and his solo work, and really all through his career, been a huge fan of his. So it was a pleasure to get a chance to talk to him, and uh, let's get into that interview. Folks, my pleasure to welcome on the line. We have Steve Vai. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, it's fantastic to have an opportunity to talk to you. You're going to be rolling into uh, Greensburg, Pennsylvania, on the third of December to do the Generation Axe tour. Uh, this is our inaugural Generation Generation Axe show in in the Pittsburgh area. So, obviously, want to get an idea of what we can expect and maybe what differentiates this from maybe the G3 shows that we've seen you take part in over the years. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you know, what I'm noticing is uh, there is a, a little bit of a misconception of mm-hmm. what Generation Act did. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the idea um, was to create one backing band okay. uh, to have a seamless show through the night, but to, you know, incorporate into it these five crazy guitar players right. that uh, take the stage in, in various incarnations, you know? So you've got myself, Ingve Malmsteen, Zach. And these are the first guys that I had on the list to reach out to for this this tour, this show. Sure. And it's really, um, it's a uh, co-creative effort. It's it's almost like a band, you know. Right. Because I love, I love the sound of electric guitar, electric rock guitar, and I love the sound of electric rock guitars in harmony. And we've organized this show. Because if you get five guys on the stage just jamming, it's going to be a mess, you know, right. a disaster. I've been involved in many of those, but th- this is not like that. This is a cohesive, it's like controlled chaos, you know. Okay. So uh, we did our. Um, when you come to the show, you you know the, we open with on the last tour. We changed the show up a bit from the last tour. On the last tour, we opened with uh, foreplay by Boston, right. which is really a ripe piece for all these beautiful five part guitar harmonies and stuff. And that's going to be on our new live record that comes out probably on mid-February. We recorded uh, uh, the Asian tour. Okay. And I, I edit, edited and mixed a record from that. So, you know, you come to the show and, you know, you get a presentation that's just different than anything you've seen on the guitar. And then each guy has a, has a, uh, a powerful flavor in what they do, you know? Mm-hmm. So then we do our first track and then Tosin... Uh, Offers a couple of songs with the band from his catalog, and you know he's just a a unique bird. I got to tell you, you know yeah. his, his playing, his music, the, his, the way he approaches rhythm and harmony. So you really get a, 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 a but it's all within the genre of, of what we're about in the, on this particular tour, which is you know pretty rocked out. Right. And then uh, you know Nuno joins him, and they do this great song together. And then, uh, you know, Nuno does a beautiful set. He sings, has an amazing voice. He's an incredible player. I mean, these guys, they're really freaks on the instrument. You know? Yeah. And then him and Zach come out and they do a beautiful piece. They do sideways. Um, and it's a, it's a vocal track. And they just deliver so well. And, of course, there's tons of, uh, you know, guitar playing. Sure. And then, you know, uh, so the, the, the show kind of continues like that, and at one point there's four guys on stage and we do Frankenstein. Okay. And that is uh, just a phenomenal, you know, to, I got all those horn lines, you know. Right. So when you hear us playing, it, it, it's not just like we're all doing the riff, it's organized so that it's not too much, it's not too little, there's space, but then it's intense. And then we do like Highway Star, or that was on the last floor and it's on the record, and you just got to hear it to believe it. You sure. know, and how we arrange that, and then uh, on this tour, we're we're, uh, we're working on something right now in rehearsal that is a complete game changer for us. And I'll tell you what it is. I'm hoping that we can do it live on this tour. I think we will. Hopefully, by the time we get to your city, sure. It's Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. It's just amazing. I did this arrangement for it for five guitars, and I got every one of Freddie's vocals. And to hear to hear that piece of music with us playing it as guitar players, it, it's different and it's a real treat. So the show isn't about just guys getting up there and jamming. Doing there's a lot of that, of course. Right. But there's real 
there's real communication, uh, you know, intimate connection. Yeah. Like when Ingve and I do uh, Black Star together, I mean, that's one of my favorite musical moments on stage in my whole life, you know, because he's got incredible ears. Yeah. And when you're standing up there and you're trading riffs with him, it's just, you, you have to be, um, it's a space, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an intimate space when you open, you've got to open up and listen to the other. And when, you, when you're able to have that space with the other, really amazing things happen. You know, it's just, um, it's just it, 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 the reason why you're in the business, you know, is to have right. that co-creative moment with somebody and to really create something exciting. So that's, you know, the, and the show, is, it's a really fantastic show. Steve. And it's a celebration of the guitar, you know. Steve, when you were when you were thinking about the players involved, uh, you know most of the guys you mentioned, if not everyone, has has kind of been the top dog in, in the situations they've been in. You know, Ingbe, I don't believe has yeah. ever had a second guitarist. You've had you know kind of rhythm guitarist. Zach is you know kind of a one man animal. Um, was there hesitation in? The idea, you know, as opposed to everyone just doing their own little, you know, four songs, you do four songs and, you know, we'll all come in again and do a, a song at the end. You know, you're talking about a lot more synergy um, between yeah. musicians. Was that a hesitation or, or kind of an experiment um, in your mind? No, there was no hesitation. No, no hesitation at all. When you're, when, a, when an exciting, compelling idea arises in you, mm-hmm. you need uh, no hesitation. And I knew, just instinctually, when the idea came, with these guys, we would be able to get together and do something truly cool. Yeah. Uh, so he- hesitation is, um, uh, it, 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 it's not your friend, right. but you have to be able to be connected to your instincts. Of course, you, you go up into realms of fantasies that are unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And and then 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 hesitation is introduced. But when an idea is really compelling, and you know that you can convey that idea to people, and and they can get it, then they're they're there with you. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're excited about it. And uh, when I wrote this down on paper and I put those names down and showed it to people, they thought I was insane. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get those guys on a stage. They're all like, you know, intense. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They're all crazy. We're all crazy. But yeah. you know, they've also uh, completely accomplished in this field, and they've made great contributions, and they're unbelievably confident in what they do. And there's mutual respect. There's support. That's all you got to do in a band: mm-hmm. is support the other person and look only at their strength. And they love that, and they will rise to any any occasion yeah, when think- you can do that with them. Yeah, I think what makes it it's so you know compelling is is you know someone coming to the show is the diversity really in the way you think of each of you as players. I think anybody who's familiar with with Zach, I, I don't necessarily think of Nuno style of playing with Zach's or, or Ingbe's, um, and I think that makes for a very fascinating idea. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to be excited to hear what that interaction sounds like. You know, that's yeah, and it's 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 really nice because, like I say. We all kind of function. We all kind of play in the same playground, mm-hmm. just in different parts of it. You know, yeah, and we exactly. Come together in, in sandbox, you know, and, and it's nice, you know, because there's diver- there's great diversity, but it's not like okay, here's a jazz set and there's a blues set and there's a fusion right. set. It's rock music, man. Sure, but you know? but 
you're absolutely right. Very different flavors of rock music, and that's, uh, you know, I think mm-hmm. what's so neat about it, you know, is is just, you know, what does that interaction sound like? You know, I don't think that's some, you know, something that maybe your head could get get around, but some of ours can't. You know, you maybe you could see that working. My head's going, whoa, I don't know about that. You know, that's kind of neat. That that's going to be awesome to see these two guys, but I can't can't necessarily see these guys playing. But you know, I think that makes it yeah, really exciting. Well, you'll, have to, you'll have to come to you have to come to the show and check it out. I got to tell you, you know, I've done a lot of tours, mm. made a lot mm-hmm. of records, and have read a lot of reviews <laughs> in the past. And the, one of the uh, miraculous things I've noticed about this tour is I have not seen one bad review or mm-hmm. press or anything about it. Even talking to people that have been to the show, they're like, wow, okay, I get it. Now, as a player yourself, how, um, you know, when you go on to a tour like this, obviously, you know, it's a relatively small amount of time. You get to do this with rehearsals and pre-production and such. But um, do you feel like kind of a sponge trying to soak up things from other guys? You know, is that, is it kind of a community type of thing as far as, you know, hey, show me how you did that. Yeah, it would be impossible to be on a stage with these guys and not absorb something, mm-hmm. you know. And there's no, oddly enough, there's no competition, you know, because they're so confident in what they do. It's not like you'd be a fool if you got on the stage with these guys and you competed, because you cannot compete with Ingve's virtuosity in a sense. You, you yeah. cannot compete with Zach's stamina. You yeah. cannot compete with, you know what I mean? They all have something. Exactly. And they inspire you. They inspire you to raise your own game. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the really the amazing thing. I've learned so much from being with these guys. I wouldn't like copy their riffs or anything like that, but just the way they expand their craft is inspiring. Yeah, and that's you know, and and that's good to have that level. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, might approach that with some intimidation. You know, if you've been solo artist for many years, I mean, obviously you played with Dave Weiner and, and some other great yeah, guitars, Tony there's McAlpine. Zero, yeah, there's zero intimidation in mm. these guys. Yes, yeah, that's why you guys are on a different category. And I know going to see your shows in the past, sometimes you come home and I'm like, I don't even know if I want to pick the guitar up because I'm not in, you know, I'm not in that same level. Um, you know, they're on a different plane. But, uh, you know, I think... Uh, that's okay. You know, the, the guitar is available to everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's important to know that if you have a desire to pick up an instrument, wherever you're at on that instrument is just fine. It's mm-hmm. fine for where you're at. And people like me and, you know, the guys in this band, other guitar players, they're, they're there for your inspiration. Right. And if you're expecting to be as accomplished as they are when you pick up the instrument, then, you know, you, you have unrealistic goals. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's... that's... <laughs> Yeah. That, that is absolutely true. Um, just real quick, uh, obviously you, you released a video um, just a couple weeks ago, uh, a really cool kind of uh, trio with yourself, uh, to, for lack of a better term, yeah. um, from the modern primitive. Um, do you? I, I know you probably have vaults worth of material, but do you look forward to doing another solo record, or what's next for Steve I? Do you have you know kind of a game plan of where you're headed well, next? Been doing a lot, yeah, I've been doing a lot of various things that don't really involve me making a new record mm-hmm. you know like that I've, I've been playing sorry <laughs> it's Harley territory <laughs> um, nope. I have I've recently put on a jam a box 
I'm good. Okay. So, like, you know, I like being involved in creative projects and, and stimulating projects. And uh, I'm on the board of directors at the foster care home. And I put on a fundraiser, and it was a jam-a-thon. Mm-hmm. 53 and a half hours of jamming. I had this, it was so wonderful. There were so many incredible musicians that joined me. It was seen, it was put through by like two and a half million people. And there's still a pledge campaign going for to raise money for extraordinary families. Okay. But that was incredibly time consuming, you know? And sure. I, I didn't get a record out of it or anything or a tour, but it was very rewarding. And I played with orchestras, you know? Just right, the day before we went into Generation Axe rehearsals, I performed with the Alabama Symphony. So these, these kinds of things take time. I'm also releasing the next thing I have coming out is a solo piano CD. Okay. Uh, performed uh, by this uh, Japanese virtuoso, Miho Arai. And she is performing 12 of my pieces on solo piano. And it's the second volume. Okay. This one was with Mike Keneally. Now, these, these are not like Steve solo records. Sure. You know? But they're still very compelling to me. Uh, but after this tour, uh, starting January 2018, I'm going off the grid. And I'm going to hunker down. And I'm going to really dive. I've got all these ideas. I've got this new dimension in my mind. On the way, in a way of playing the instrument that I can see in my head, but I can't do it yet. And that's so exciting. And that's the best way to find inspiration. You imagine yourself doing something that you can't do. Mm-hmm. And you have to have the knowing that you'll be able to do it. And the knowing comes with the excitement of the vision. Right. So, like, I've been for about a year now, I've been creating this visual and that's if I have any strength it's my ability to visualize because hmm. I know that that's the secret in anything in the manifesting and the creating of anything your your most powerful tool is your ability to visualize and I, I try to explain this to young guitar players but and this is whole secret anybody in any field because it's easy to get stuck with where you're at and think that, well, I can't do this, so you get frustrated or whatever. But if you can visualize yourself doing it, that's the powerful uh, element that's needed in, in, in the path to getting to it. So, you know, I've been creating this visualization of myself, and it's so exciting to me. It, 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 I can't wait. You know, so I'm, I'm going off the grid, and I'm going to find that. Yeah, and, that, and that, I think that's really exciting to hear, you know, from an artist that, that you you're not comfortable necessarily with just doing what you do, um, you know, raising the bar, going in another direction. You know, I think that keeps, you know, yeah. I know that keeps you know, well, fans interested. Yeah, it's to find the comfort in what you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. but know that there's always room for growth, and that's what you're here for. Right. Yeah, I mean, there there are many many you know. Guitarists and, and bands, uh, you know, that that get comfortable in what they do, and that you know, it would be easy for you to continue to just tour and do kind of the hits, um, for example, you know, just that kind yeah. of thing. But it's great to hear as a player, you know, that you have directions. Yeah, that's fine for people who uh, who enjoy that. Mm-hmm. You know, like those songs that I play that I've been playing for thirty years. 
you know, and I I love playing them every night because mm-hmm. I approach them as, as fresh. And if you're present with what you're doing, mm-hmm. there's no space for being bored. Mm-hmm. Well, Steve, I want to thank you uh, for your time today. I don't want to keep you. I know you're a busy man. Um, you will be in Greensburg on the third of December. Generation X with with the guys, and I think a lot of people are really going to look forward to to seeing how this this uh, kind of plays out. It sounds fascinating, and I, I personally can't wait to see it, man. Well, thanks so much, and thanks for the for the support. I mean, uh, you know, this is how we get the word out, and uh, it's a fantastic show, and, and definitely worth the time. Awesome, and I appreciate the support, brother. Hey, thanks so much. We'll All right, take care. Celebrating five decades of the Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne. No more tours, too. With special guest Megadeth. Keybank Pavilion, June 13th. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. Ozzy Osbourne. Witness a living legend live. There's more at Ozzy.com. All right, again, a big thank you to Steve I for coming on the show. Again, he will be in town with the Generation Axe Tour. That will be December 3rd at the Palace in Greensburg. Nuno Bentoncourt, Ingve Malmsteen, the charismatic Zach, Va- Zach Wild, and uh, Tosin Abasi of Animals and Leaders. So uh, going to be an amazing night. Uh, for all you uh, guitar players and non-guitar players alike, I think it'll be a, a very memorable evening. So you can get your tickets now. Hope to see you out at the show. Until then, you can check us out at ironcityrocks.com. You can email us at ironcityrocks at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, are all forward slash ironcityrocks. So we ask you to check those out and let us know if there's anything you like about the show, don't like about the show, ideas, For future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. So until next time, thank you. (laughs) 